Welcome, welcome, and as always, three times, welcome to the Literally Anything Podcast, podcast for the people. We live, y'all. What's really good? Your boy KP, a.k.a. What's your nickel wood? And my main man, D-Hood, a.k.a. What, what's, what's, what, what are we doing tonight, Joe, uh, Joe Brown? Judge Joe huh? Brown? I don't know. That's, I, don't, that's I really, it, these days, I really don't know what type of time I'll be on. I'll just be here for the moment. Right, and the moment said Jazz Joe Brown for the for the alias today. Yeah. Um, as long as we don't call anybody, and they are guest crackheads. Like, as long as you don't go to that. Now, that's Judge Mathis. No, Judge yeah, Joe, you're right. You know, Judge, no, Joe, Judge Joe Brown, Brown uh, is a crackhead. <laughs> he doesn't talk about crackheads. He simply is one. He is one. Which, I mean, you know, what's more entertaining than a crackhead? Like, crackheads, I mean, like, unless it's like your people's. They crackheads, like... like the crack is the way to get superpowers. <laughs> is that what it is? You ever seen that crackhead do that backflip off of like a two story building? Mm. You never saw that? Oh, hell no. Oh, I didn't see that shit. That shit is hilarious. And then he fell hard as shit. Boom. And then he got up and then he went down into the superhero <laughs> land and like, you know how they go get down on one knee with their fist on the ground? With the, the, with the power landing and whatnot? <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, that's wow. That's a hell of a rollout right there, bro. He did it for like $10 or something like that. He said he did it for like $10. It was like a three-story duplex. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, all right. So, uh, welcome to everybody who's uh, checking us out. Happy to have you all here. Um, It's been a crazy kind of week. I think we might have one or two things to talk about. I'm not really sure, but we'll, we're going to slow walk that shit though. We not, oh, really? we not... Cause my, my hot take is my hot take. Isn't the situation. It's adjacent to the situation. It's Oh, it's, it's like, it's project adjacent. Okay. Yeah. I just came up with it just now, but it makes sense. All right. All right. So, you know what? I mean, you know, I, I was, I, we have a guest on the deck. I was going away for the guests, but you know what? Fuck it. Go ahead, bro. Hot takes from the rip. Let, let me hear what you got. Uh, so I just want people to accept, uh, to realize and accept that things are allowed to happen concurrently with while other things are happening. Like that's what I want people to know. Two things can be true at the same, the same time. time. It's my yo. I I say that shit. All the time. It's one of my favorite goddamn sayings. Two things can be true at the same time. That's real shit. Go ahead. Not bro. everything don't have to be a conspiracy. Everything don't have to be smoke and mirrors. Like two things can just be happening. Yes, Ukraine is at war with Russia. Right. Yes, Will Smith slapped all of the words out of Chris Rock's mouth. Yes, both of those things happened. Whether they're right or wrong, either or, they are both a reality that ran concurrently at a space and time in history. That's it. Is it doesn't have to be some greater power right. is trying to distract you from everything that's happening. See, y'all falling for the banana in the tailpipe, like yes. one of these weird ass. So. Basically, it's like what they don't tell you is yeah, yeah George yeah. Washington really was a black man. Oh man, listen, it'd be like uh 
It's like conspiracy theory, brother, from like from uh from undercover brother, like the yes. like Dave Chappelle's character. Like, but like in real life, that's I, I don't know about you, but almost every barbershop that I've ever got my hair. That's what has I was about one to of say. those dudes, at least one. Right. Some have multiple, but every barbershop has at least one of those dudes. But like, if the barbershop has multiple, them niggas argue. They don't see eye to eye on their conspiracies. No, they don't. And the thing is, they both dumb. Mm-hmm. That's the secret that you don't that they don't get. You get it, but they don't get it. But every barbershop has that dude, and it's like he's also usually the dude that every story somebody tell, he 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 lived that life before. Like it don't matter how contrasting the stories are, this nigga always got a story. You know what, man? I jumped out a window too once. Like duh. Like how many? Like he's like that's just the life. Everybody just jump out of windows, huh? Like I hate you. I hate these me too ass niggas, and they usually be no no. I did that shit too. Like they usually be the same bull that to tell you like yeah, it's 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 weird shit. But uh, so I like the angle you took though. I like the angle you took because like that's kind of like when like when you watching a battle and and somebody be like we gonna flip the coin to see who go first and somebody be like fuck it i'm going first that's what you just did like we yeah. was gonna wait and do all the introductions in the coin flip and and you did a t-rex just caught the coin in the air and and threw your hat and start giving me bars no i love that shit that's what's up um ah uh, where do i want to go with this so i like the angle I'm, I'm gonna just close up your point real quick i like the angle of stop making everything something just Everything isn't something. Sometimes things on the earth are just happening because we live on planet earth and you just got to be okay with that. Um, Now, here's a couple of my observations. And again, you're going to notice that I'm not attacking that shit directly. I'm kind of bouncing around. Okay, number one. I find it very weird, this angle right here. Well, why would he attack that black woman? He hates black women. It's a weird angle. That's just people who don't, you don't do your research. You don't know what's going on. If if, if you ever seen Good Hair before and you know what that documentary is and Chris Rock's contribution to that documentary, you would understand his understanding of at least some pieces of a black woman's plight. We're not going to go to Chris Rock hates black women because he made a joke as comedians are supposed to. Boom. That's number one. Number two. This is an issue between Chris Rock and Will Smith. This is not an issue for everybody. I'm so triggered and I'm so hurt and I'm so traumatized. All these auxiliary folks outside of this saying how much this is affecting them. Relax. Y'all wasn't slapping and you didn't get slapped. This doesn't affect you. Like if this was just Will and Tony in front of the deli fighting, you wouldn't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, if this is Will and Chris in front of the deli, pardon me, Tony's the brother who had some interesting shit to say too. But um, it's just not, it's not that deep, y'all. Like, y'all make it deep. And here's the the third thing. You non-fun having motherfuckers. Get off social media. Stop, like, put your phone down. It's okay. If people is on the jokes or something for three, four days, that's the world we live in. We live in an immediate news cycle. So 10 minutes after it happened, there were hundreds of memes on the internet, all sorts of funny ass videos and everything. And that takes a while 
to circle through everyone that's into social media. You're going to have to deal with it for five or six days. And that's something you're going to have to just like get over. Like y'all make a really big deal out of shit. Like let people have their moment. Let people have some fun. It's just, and mind you, I'm the last proponent for fun on social media. I fucking (laughs) hate social media. And I tell y'all every goddamn week how much I hate social media. So for me, for me to be on this, like, loosen up shit, y'all really doing a lot. Relax, y'all. It's okay. It's okay. I promise it's okay. Like, I don't get this whole thing. But, you know, people will be how people going to be, man. Um, Now, the other part, and this is just, you know, remember when we talked about Ye the other day and I said, that's a hurt man. And I said that. I said, I don't care. Like, I'm not, I'm not arguing the facts or nothing else. I'm 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 telling you from the standpoint of a brother who's seen emotion and, and knows what a hurt man looks like. Kanye's a hurt man. That nigga you seen on Sunday on that stage. Keep my wife. Ne- yeah, that's a hurt man. I and I'm not arguing none of the other politics of the case with nobody at all. Not a little bit of my arguing the politics or any of that shit, but I'm telling you, I know a hurt man when I see him. <laughs> that nigga is a hurt man. And you know, you seen the other side of that shit. All right, before we move on, um, I got our guests in the building. So it's a it's a tight little community of podcasters here in, in the city of Philadelphia, and we and, and as you start to do more work. You come across more people and, you know, you reach out and make connections and so on and so forth. And then you find out people that you knew for years was doing the same shit you was doing, just in a different way, on a different wavelength. So uh, our guest tonight is my homegirl, Lynn Denise, and I'm going to add her in. Yo, Lynn. Hey, what's going on? What's good? What's good? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. So I just introduced you just as, you know... Kind of in some on some roundabout type time, but give us a little uh, a little bit about yourself, Lynn. Welcome to the show, everybody at home. If you if you did, you clap it up for Lynn, and we gonna let her tell us what she all about. Well, I'm Lynn Denise. Um, right. My real name is Denise, but you know, Lynn is still my name as well because it's my middle name. So you know, everybody got to find out who their other side is. You know. Uh, so that's where I tapped into Lynn Denise. And I actually didn't start going by that until I wrote a book about sometime last year. Now, mind you, this wasn't a pandemic book. Um, so this wasn't one of them pandemic books where I discovered myself, you know, because I ain't have nothing else to do. And I ain't knocking nobody that wrote a book during that time. But, you know, um, Hold on one second. It's all Anywho. We got life to live. No well, that looks right. <laughs> we we know how that go. We know how that go. Right. But anywho, so like I said, it wasn't a pandemic book or anything. Like I had already wrote the book, but it just that's how long it actually took to come out. Um but about me, I actually uh do several things. So, you know, I'm an artist. I've always been an artist, but it wasn't until I went through like a bad breakup and everything 
and I was in Ross one day and I walked past some canvases and was like, well, what the heck? Why not? Mind you, hadn't painted at all. Just was going to rock out and see what happened. So I grabbed them, started painting, did that. And so then um, I would say, you know, as being an entrepreneur, that came about, you know, I'm not sure if I ever had aspirations of being an entrepreneur prior to that. I would do like little hobbies, but I don't think the thought crossed my mind. Right. And so that came about because I lost my job. Like I actually officially been working at Scepter probably seven, like six years going on. But my first position there, I was in it for three years. I knew, you know, that if you don't pass the training program, they fire you. Right. So it was just kind of a thing where you just kind of rock out, like either they're going to fire me or whatever. Now I'm probably the woman of like, all jobs that if anybody know me they know like oh where are you working at now that's usually how the conversation starts um but anywho when i got we, fired we met at a job position, uh pecan exactly <laughs> it looks, so looks it right so you know what i'm saying that's usually how i meet people so uh listen okay we 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 good with all that we fight through all of that <laughs> yeah so <laughs> So, um, you know, basically, like, as I was saying, um, met at a job and everything. And so when I left that job, when I left that job and everything, like, I just hit the ground running. Like, I didn't wait or anything. I submitted my transfer to the bus, um, went to get my unemployment, and just went from there. Um, and so I, you know, was walking down the street one day and seeing this dude and he had like this sign up that said he was having like some spring sale. And I'm like, do y'all get a lot of business? And he was like, somewhat. And I'm like, well, what's stopping y'all from getting the business that y'all are supposed to be getting? He was like, well, you know, uh, probably not being active on social media and things like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. I could turn your business around in 30 days. He like, oh, I've been looking for somebody. So anyway, long story short, he didn't have nothing in his office, but he had the space. So he was like, when can you start? I was like, Wednesday. Well, I'm proactive. So I called him Tuesday, like, yo, we still on? He was like, well, you come today and come through and see the place. So we got the office hooked up. I put the computer, everything he needed in there. And, um, you know, as I'm there, I'm learning all his kind of ways and things like that because he had been in business for 25 years. And so I was like, listen, I'm going to just start my business. Like, I've been doing this, this, you know, unconsciously entrepreneur thing. Like, if I told you the amount of people I probably work with and help build their business and things like right. that, I was doing it anyway. Right. And you know, up uh, knowledge and getting all of that. Yeah, like right. screen printers I done worked with and got them started mm -hmm. and different things like that. So it just kind of was, I was already doing it, advising people on business. I do have a degree in it, but I'm just saying it was just kind of like putting all the pieces together. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I would say I got better probably with the painting because I used to paint while I was there. Like right. all day, you know, I was like, all right, let me just rock out and try it. So that's how like I became an entrepreneur and started painting and all that stuff started falling into place. Uh and then I think probably like pandemic time, I was like, I need to kind of expand what I'm doing. Like, let's talk about business. So I just started the podcast. Like it originally wasn't going to be about business. Mm -hmm. It was actually going to be called Living Life on the Ledge. And for me, it's kind of like, and I still may do it eventually, like maybe a video series, but it was kind of more or less to touch on. Like, I feel like everybody is like five minutes from the ledge somewhere, you know, whether it be mental health, 
whether it's quitting your job, whether it's leaving a relationship, whether it's anything. No, that's that's real. That's no doubt about that. So, uh, all right. Now, the podcast, kind of like our situation, we uh, are this this was a born of a pandemic like need. There was there were some things that were just sitting that needed to come out. I feel like for for people who are creatives in any way, shape or form, a lot of them really kind of found themselves in their space. And I think even some of those who may have known it was there before, like really had like the heart to just kind of be like, you know what, let's just do something. I got this in here. Let me get that out. And that's even kind of trickles over into being a, a business person and working for yourself and an entrepreneur, because like you said, you like, you know what, I'm gonna just do it. Like at a certain point, you just gotta, you gotta tell yourself whatever it is, whether it's, you know, creativity business or you know whatever is it is whatever venture you're thinking about putting yourself into there comes a point where you just kind of gotta push all the other shit to the side and just well i'm usually one of those people too when you talk to people it's nothing more that i can't stand than a person that be like i was going to or i was about to because i'm calling your bluff to be like well what's stopping you mm-hmm. and usually people give you that oh it's somebody else or i don't got the money or i don't have this and it's like well how long you been doing it and I would say that even goes back to when you do come into a rut or a change in your life, like a pivot, I like to call it, like where you lose your job. Mm-hmm. We always seem to forget our abilities. What was you doing before you became a SEPTA employee or a chef? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you used to DJ. You still know how to do these items. Right. You know, these tasks or whatever you do. Or I used to I used to make shirts like I love, you know, you hear, always meet somebody who be like, oh, I used to uh, ride bikes. OK, why you don't ride bikes no more? Right. I, you know what? And that's and that's crazy because a lot of the times we feel like when we move on to something, we kind of graduate from the things we used to do. A lot of people like kind of operate that way. And you do it with a lot of different things in your life, with relationships, with hobbies, with you know, with, with employment, with a lot of different things. You test, you take those steps and you kind of graduate. And sometimes, like you said, you forget what got you there. Like you forget those steps that you took on the way up to whatever it is you graduated. And then you don't, you don't look back and, and really appreciate what you've done and understand that those are still skills that you built and that you put your blood, sweat and tears into. Like, and, and well, I, think, I think accomplishments, like basically right, like our life right. is like a file cabinet, right? We are, our accomplishments are like a file cabinet. You know, we do them. And like you said, while it's supposed to be the graduation part, we don't take us, take a moment to bask in it because you say, once you get your CDL, you like, all right, well, once I get my CDL, I'm going to get this job. And if the job don't work out, then I'm going to go get or or after you get the job, you be like, I'm going to go get my bartender license. Well, why you didn't bask in the, the 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 accomplishment? You put your blood, sweat and tears in before you bounce to something else. Mm-hmm. Now you got 15 accomplishments and you're not using any. Right. You you kind of keep moving the goalposts for yourself. You 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 get into that part where you, where you end up moving the goalposts for yourself consistently. And it's like. All right. And, and and it's ambition to a certain degree. But like you said, you also put a lot of work in hitting those marks. So make sure you really take the time to appreciate what you are after hitting those marks. No, I, I agree. You got to appreciate the growth. It's, it's, it's very difficult to enjoy any success you have if you don't appreciate the growth that, you, that you've had in that process. You kind of bypass it. And I think a lot of times people, the people around you, 
be more excited about it than you are. Like, you know, when you be like, damn, you got your master's, bro. Right. And you're right. like, I got my master's. You like. Oh, that's him right here. He do the same thing. You you like you be like, yo, like and, and this not. And let me let me let me clarify, because he's better now. But like when I when we first got cool, like he'll do something. I'll be like, yo, that she be like, yeah. Like and like he he know it was except rapping anything but other than music like it was music he know he killed that shit but I remember when you first got done with school and I'm like congratulations bro you like yeah thanks like you didn't give a fuck <laughs> and I don't know if he was just exhausted but at the same time like if you it, I I understand that like I, I definitely get that point where sometimes you feel like you got more energy about other people's accomplishments than they do because in the moments you just be like man I'm just happy this shit over. Is that I mean, for me, yes. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I think, yes. I think because I'm one of them people who overly excited about things that other people are doing because right. it's the, yo, for real, damn, like, that's dope, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, to even make you even kind of realize, like, damn, something I did was legendary or, you know, to leave my mark. I think one of the other issues is if you don't have enough people around you to continue to speak life into you, it, it dies. You, you know, it's almost like one of them sparklers. You know how that joint be popping in the beginning? And you like... Yeah. You have and then that for the be first like, 20 seconds. And then you be like... And that joint don't even uh, give you a signal like I'm dying. It just go. <laughs> like, it don't slow down. It be like full throttle, done. And you just hold the <laughs> stick, man as hell. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dakota... So, uh oh, Dakota. <laughs> so she's killing me. Oh man, it's like, like, like. It, look, perfect comment right here. My man said it's part of the essence of the show. It's, this, this is what we do, and this, this is, this is why. Right, it is what it is. So this is tell about Dakota to be me in in two months. Yeah, tell Dakota right. she's going to be a star if this blows up. No worries. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yes. So you know, yeah, as, as we came on here to talk about some topics that's going on. Oh no, for sure. So. We, we we always do hot takes and and Hood, aka Judge Joe Brown, his hot take was kind of centered around the uh the elephant in the room, the, the, the Chris Rock and, and Will Smith situation. But it wasn't a direct attack on the situation itself, just in that he was kind of frustrated with the fact that people keep trying to make this a thing of, oh, they're trying to distract you from this, that, or this, as opposed to just understanding that two things can happen in the world at the same time without someone trying like some higher power or like the man trying to distract you from something like, and that was kind of his point, which I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with. We got to get off of that. Things can happen at the same time as other things. I'm not saying that conspiracies don't exist, but come on, y'all it's every time it's not about you. Sometimes shit. Just I happens. mean, but to be ahead. honest, I, to be honest, I think what has gotten us on that kick is the pro black thing. Where everybody is everything, all everybody black. I'm rooting for everybody black, and I'm not saying right. anything. But if you was born black, you you've been rooting for black since birth. You know what I'm saying? So now for you to have this sudden epiphany at 21, like, oh damn, I'm actually black. Maybe I should actually embrace that. Like you a little late. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like you said, it's just kind of they have this thing that, uh, and I think social media draws that even more and more every day that we. Mm -hmm 
tend to always be like, did you see that? Did you see this? And we don't even have that same moment in our own families, you know? So I think we have to get past that. But like you said, uh, we're just seeing a whole bunch of hurt people running around. Uh, and for me, something that I haven't seen anybody talk about on the Will Smith thing is, is that so many different things happen in that moment. And I'm sure we've all been there if you have had a partner. So the first thing is, is that when Chris Rock, who was an old comedian, where heckling is part of everything they do, if you go to a little small pub or something and he on stage, he heckling whoever in the front row. If we mm -hmm. even go back to Deaf Comedy Jam, they grinding yeah. everybody up. Look at a man right there who laid as hell, who got on that leather suit that looked like a piece of beef jerky, and do 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 do. No, Grinding my man up. Looking no, like, that's real. He looked like a big starburst or something like that. So all I'm basically saying is that we have to first understand that when they chose him as the host, they knew what type of comedy he does. And the thing is, he was just presenting. Like, but either no, no, way, no. you're absolutely right. But 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 as a there, presenter, yeah. but as a presenter, he could have got a singer who doesn't do. They could have got a singer who doesn't do comedy. They got punchlines. So my thing is, is that when you have somebody who, who's a comedian, that's what they're going to do anyway. Like how people are just naturally funny. Right. They're going to crack a joke, whether it's funny or not, at the funeral, at the hoodoo, whatever. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The, the funny person in your family going to crack jokes at every situation <laughs> in your house. And in his eyes, he is that. So They're going to do that anyway, right? So right, right, right. I, I think for me, and then when he actually said the joke, it was really subtle. I get it about the other people, but I think as black people, we always assume that somebody know that something is wrong with somebody. Right. Like we always be like, you didn't know her mom died or you didn't know his brother got shot. You'd be like, no, why? Like, why did I need to know that? Right. So it's kind of like we always had that moment. And then I think once he laughed, like it was funny. We not going to even hold you. She looked like sis, whatever. But it was the fact of that it was one of the moments where your wife be like, I'm going to give you an example. So say y'all had a cookout or something. Or somebody say something. You know, it's your family or they people. And you laugh a little too hard and sis give you the... So that was funny. <laughs> so you kind of be like, no, babe, that wasn't funny at all. But Hang on, you, you, say something, you say something about my lady. Well, I think it's funny and I'm going to slap the fuck out you. Because I don't know. I don't know why. And that's how you roll. My my family is not at the is not the butt of nobody's joke. I, right. I'm ready no, to die about mine. No, which I agree, but I feel like at that point, the per you, you know, your people may know how you feel, your lady know how you feel. So that's something that's already kind of like in the works. But I think when you have somebody and you're in a relation with somebody who constantly is either embarrassing you on a daily basis. Excuse me, embarrassing you not only on a daily basis, but furthermore, emasculating you. And then I think the other side of that is that people forget is, uh, and I just had it on the tip of my tongue, but constantly doing all those things. I think that there either was a conversation prior to that no man, oh no, I was going to say reminded of some other man being inside of her, being intimate with her everywhere they go. It's like you go to the corner store, they be like, yo, ain't that the boy you used to mess with? And then you go to the, to the, uh, somewhere else, like they just got reminded on the red carpet. 
by the guy, you know, or my bad lady who was like, uh, um, oh, we're not going to have any more entanglements, right? And they kind of laughed wow. it off then. So he was already kind of like. Oh, that's crazy. I ain't even knew. <laughs> so so niggas, so niggas lit that fuse hours before. <laughs> that's not funny. But that's well, 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 funny, no, it though. wasn't hours before, but it was two weeks prior. Like, right. and, and you Either know, way. Vivica Fox and Lisa Ray and them was like kind of because they laughed it off. Like he was like, ha, huh? you know. So that was the moment where he kind of contained himself again. And then it's kind of like once we get in private, you like, yo, everywhere we go, somebody reminded me about you and homeboy. Like whether he approved or not, it keep haunting me. So then, like I said, it's that moment where she looked at him and she was like, it's not funny. And I think that she probably was on main man like, yo, you never protect me. Like you ever notice how the universe just works? Like where she like, you never protect me. And he was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to start protecting you. You know what I'm saying? And then right that was his moment. It was like, look, <laughs> that John was like, yo, listen. So, damn, I have so many things and I can't get it all. I just want to, number one, for people who are upset with Will Smith, y'all don't know that like, nigga. You can't get mad at how any man protects what he loves when he feels like it's threatened, endangered, or hurt. Die. Correct. That's the end of that sentence. I don't give a fuck. How you don't have to agree with what he did. You don't have to. We not trying to. None of that shit. We not. All we saying is, is that man felt like he needed to make a move on behalf of his wife. And he did what he needed to do. And goddamn it, I'm not mad at him for that because that's his decision to make in that moment. Dot. So that's one part. Also, the second part. Chris Rock is a comedian. He is a comedian from a school of comedians, like Lynn said, where I'm going to get these jokes off in this crowd. And that's just what it's going to be. There are no picks when it comes to that most times. Um, Whether he knew about it or not, the joke wasn't even extremely funny. And it just wasn't a situation where it had to be that for him. But again, you can't get mad at a man with how he protect his. That. So... We can't. Well, Both. we've but we've also said it before that you can't do something and be upset with how the person reacts. Yeah, it's not. It's not. You don't have the right to tell someone how to react to your behavior. Once right. you put well, your behavior out there, how they react is on them. Now, whether they right, wrong, or in between is your opinion. But well, the other thing, do. but the other thing that I think that people forget to men are always on the spot to be strong, right? So there's always this thing where, you know, even at like funerals or things like that or somewhere where a man is not supposed to overreact. They're not supposed to show any vulnerability. They're not supposed to show any emotions. They're not supposed to be hurt by or felt disrespected by what somebody said. So it's a thing of that. The, the trauma. She's caused this man some type of trauma. And we have to remember that as well, that, okay, that moment for him was a trigger. At that moment, he was cool all night until he said that. And like I said, he's had many times where she probably has said, people have said things about me, have said things and do, you know, did things and you didn't protect me. So like I said, there are times where your woman will say something and you kind of be like, well, you know what? I love shorty. So maybe I do need to step up a little bit. It's almost as simple as your girl be like, yo, you never wash the dishes. 
right. And you watch the dick, you start, you like, man, you right. I do eat in this joint. <laughs> I'm gonna start oh, washing the dishes. That's and it's so funny because you simplified the shit out of it, but that's that's kind of a a, a a real good example of exactly what it was for him. Like it just got to a point where he was like, you know what, I'm gonna just do this. But again, I I, I don't I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, and I do kind of want to segue it into the next piece, right? So what you were saying, a good point about it was about social media. And to kind of circle back, I kind of told the story a little bit to uh, Hood before we went live of, you know, how we even came to have this episode this way when you and I were talking about the young lady. So for those of you who aren't aware, uh, last week there was a young lady, 21, I think she was. Was she she 21? 21 21. years old, uh, was arrested for a hit and run. She ran over two state troopers and a pedestrian, killed all three of these people. Uh, 120 in a 50 zone. She had just been pulled over by the same two officers uh, a little bit before. She posted on Twitter immediately after pulling off prior to hitting these people, just got pulled over for doing 121 in a 50. That's the reason why we know that because it's her uh, actual Twitter post. And her Twitter also reveals just her having a ton of inappropriate tweets about information that people don't need to know at times where it clearly just wasn't necessary for her to do this. Um, So we'll build two pieces to that. One is the social media addiction piece, and that'll be the second piece. The first piece is just the case itself. Um, We kind I touched on it at the end of the episode last week, but I kind of want to like, you know, get and hood. I'll let you start. Like if you just, your, your thoughts on it, man, like, I, it's a, so it's a, I don't know. I think it's a shame that serotonin has that level of effect on 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 anybody. Any one thing that could bring you that level of joy is dangerous. Like, thanks. Even even like I don't I don't know a single person of like sound body and mind to be able to be like, oh, you got pulled over for going 121 and a 55. That's dope. Right. That's the, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like, they look at you like, you you still love? Like, you think that shit cool? I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. There, there's, there's nothing, there's no part of, there's no part there's of no me. There's no part that of that that's dope. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's corny. Outside of Killing three people that weren't doing anything but minding their business, right? And um, just I don't know. It's just it, it doesn't it doesn't really sit well with me. Like it's one thing to be like a clout chaser. It's one thing to to um, I don't know. Put it like this: I've never I've never seen or heard of a clout chaser that just is always on the up and up. Like right. even like even the most like ce- like celebrities that just like be dick eating all the time. Like just right. Like like game and whack. And yeah, exactly. Like and and think of what game's trajectory could be, regardless of how you feel about them, to what it actually is. And right. it's very much indicative of just like being a lying clout chaser, like <laughs> weirdo. Like yeah, like like I will lie in public if people may believe this and receive no benefit from it at all. Right. Other and than he still does ha- it. exactly, and he still does it. Name the type that. of nigga that'll walk in your house. Take five dollars in front of you, and then be like, "I ain't touch your money." <laughs> and we're we'll, and we'll like, "We'll try and fight you about it." 
Right. And then Nigga, go ahead and go through my stuff. Just find out I had five dollars earlier. <laughs> and then you pull, and then you pull it out. You you you, you open it up. But like, see, you see how we got that scribble right there. I, I, I said I said it had the scribble right there. <laughs> yeah, he definitely strikes me as one of those bulls. Like, yeah, he one of them dudes that you have to be like after y'all both both your eyes hanging out. He like, all right, bro. I did still that journey. Right. Right. We have you like so you just you had a fight for all this, bro. Like crazy. It's been 73 I mean, years. And now you right. decided. <laughs> Yo, but so so uh now Lynn, you said you was gonna go live. Did you did you ever do the live or you just I never got it? to do I never got to do the live and I still do plan on doing it because you know right. people have told me like that they my perspective usually is a lot different from others. Right. Um, you know, as far as like different topics, but I would say, you know, to sum up my take on it is that there are several things. First and foremost, Shorty had two different types of addictions. One is the, the power of just uh, social media in both aspects. The second part is, is that she was not only addicted to social media, but she was addicted to alcohol as well. And so when the two came together, you up there like on Link, oh, uh, she said, I was tearing Lincoln Drive up drunk. Like your posts are what's crucifying you. They yeah. literally, and, and, and the reason why I say the power of social media is because if even if we go back to when social media first started popping and people look at their posts as you grow and get families and relationships. Delete and, I delete posts every day. But, you, but this is what I'm saying. You have to because once you, and then Facebook has a way of reminding you when you was like, yo, I used to like, when, when you like, I like to eat fat. <laughs> I like to eat, I like, I like to eat fat shorties and dip. Like, yo, bro, like, come on. <laughs> we're, we're, now, we're now we in a time it's like where you like yo, yo like Facebook body shame. are tragic. Well, where, where that John be like, oh, you I'm about be to like, look at mine right now. So, so you see, so if y'all looking at this, make sure y'all go back and scroll through y'all John. Even though you got like 17 pages, you need to go through all of them John. Yeah. Check. Well, we ago. used to be somebody, your real name and your fake names and all that. Oh, but man. all I'm saying is that that and that itself celebrities always get reminded like Kevin Hart was definitely a perfect example. Like he was like, I don't want my son to be gay and all that stuff. And he had to figure out whether he was going to save his image by apologizing or stand on his ground that I'm still Kevin Hart, you know, by not saying it. And I stand on what I feel. Um, well, he also so, apologized 91 times prior to the time that white people wanted him to apologize. But he never lied. Like he said, you know, and that's mm-hmm. I was tripping. You know, my 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 thinking was closed-minded, and that's just something natural when you think of masculinity in your son. You know, even prior to them being born, you're like, yo, my son going to hold a football. He's going to do this. He's going to be like me, and all this kind of stuff. And Particularly so it's kind of evolved. But yes, for us, we always, you know, right. that kind of thing. Um, but I'm saying that, like, with her, they use that to crucify her. And if that's not a perfect example of watch what you say, not only in the workplace, you know, because your jobs are checking it now, it's just being mindful of what you put out there that you can't get back in the universe. Right. Once it's out there and somebody shared and screenshot it because you deleted it, it's been shared right. 7,000 times. Now they even let you know. This many people shared and saved your post. you like, right. damn, I can't get it. I need to DM them and tell them to delete that mess. 
Can't so it's just back. that kind of thing. Like I remember being in college and they had that airdrop joint first came Man. out. Somebody airdrop sent vision. the somebody sent the dick pic to somebody and that shit went through the whole lunchroom. That shit happened to me in high school. Shoo-wee. Well, yes. I mean, I sent it to Wee. a chick and then and then they got around the high school. Mm. That you lucky they ain't arrest you for child porn. You know they doing that to them youngins now. They like yeah. they giving them young charges the, for sending dick the, pics um, to they, to, like, they, to they shorties. One of the original, like the original, when that shit first started happening, like 07, that shit happened at Egg Harbor Township, like right down the street from where I grew up at. And that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like that. And so, you know, my thing is, is that shorty was living high, living fly, you know, and of course we got to have accountability partners that while she made that decision, it's still on us to say, hey, you know, we having a party. You need to also consider, do I got Uber money? Or if I'm inviting somebody, if they don't have no car, should I even invite them? Right, right. Let's start and, and there. Like, You don't think you don't about that kind car. of car. I'm right. just saying, you don't have a car. Like, when you start thinking of people, when you're going on a trip, you ain't going to invite nobody that ain't got no damn money. Right. Don't invite nobody to the party that can't get home safe. No, I ain't mad at you. I'm not mad at that at all. If no, you and, don't plan on taking them. Exactly. No, but, I, but see, I guess the other flip side of that, and this is what most people will say, that motherfucker grown. Like, I don't got to do that. And, that's, and I'm not telling you that that's a correct stance. No, if these are people you care about, you should take the time to think about it in that way. But the majority of people will say, that motherfucker grown. And if he decides to come, I hope he got a fucking way to get home. And if he don't, I guess he can I stay mean, here. I mean, that granted, but, that guess what? Now, granted, <laughs> most people will say that. But even then, okay, if you're not going to monitor how they get home, then I need to monitor. My question is still going to be, regardless of everybody there, how you getting home? If I see you turning up, you right. you, you taking clothes off and shit, you, <laughs> how, how you getting home? Yeah, no, that's a good friend, though. That's a good friend, but everybody Because, you know what I'm saying? You know like, that's what I'm saying. Like, because then you're still responsible, and this is where the, the legal part come in. Where are you coming from? Mm. It's almost like leaving the bar. They're liable because they let you continue to drink and get that loose. And get that fucked up. Right, right. They're right. liable. The bartender's liable because you ain't back there pouring up. Like, yo, who wants some? <laughs> Facts. No, you absolutely right. I mean, so I'm just saying in that aspect that I feel like, yes, while it's an unfortunate situation and it just showed you how quickly your life could change, you just was twerking somewhere and now, you know, you just hit them people like a bowling ball and shit. Like, that's terrible. And then for her to even get a second chance, like some people have to wait a lifetime to get a second chance from the Lord, right? Shorty got a second chance instantaneously. They pulled her over. It was suspected DUI, meaning the, the transaction was only one, one minute, meaning they said, who the hell is flying down that expressway like that? And so they pulled her up. She said, oh, damn. And they said, license registration, have you been drinking tonight? And she probably was like, no, she was able to compose it because she does this all the time. Mm, it's not like this her first time. So she already either done that, but her tolerance is a lot higher as well. Yeah. So yeah, at exactly. some point, her tolerance is a lot higher than somebody else who mm. don't drink like that. And you like, yo, you want to take shots with me? People know what they look like after taking 20 shots. You're like, oh, I don't do shots. Now yeah. I can do a mixed drink, but I can't do no tequila. Right, right. So you know where you stand with that. But I'm saying the fact that she got the second chance and they was like, you could go ahead and she still ended up meeting them. She got got it and got robbed of it at the same time. It's crazy, man. 
it, like you said, just a super unfortunate situation on so many levels. Rest in peace to those two troopers and that young man uh, who who was not even from this country, who was actually, well, I mean, Puerto Rico is technically a court, but he was on his way back to Puerto Rico that next day. He was not. But you know what people here. were saying, though? Yeah. The fact that people like, and this is where closed mindedness. Well, if they hadn't let her go, they still be alive. First of all, we can't stop fate. Number two, the other part of it is, is that, um, you know, like they said, had they locked her up, that probably even may not have stopped it, and then they didn't even have long enough because they got her for speeding, not drinking. Right. Yeah, ah, man, it's 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 so many layers to it. It's really, and then uh, you got the people who started GoFundMe, like we need to make sure that she uh get out and all this kind of stuff like again she got a lesson to learn like even if she get out of it would you stop drinking i mean and you expect her people's i like you know i i guess i suppose i get that part like right or wrong you want your folks to be in a better situation so like and you can't do nothing for them while they're behind the walls so you want to get them home so i i respect that you know what i mean like i definitely respect that um I guess for me, the whole thing is, and, and I'm and I'm gonna be super quick with this, because I wanna I wanna get in, into a, a a little thing that I posted the other day in the group. Want to see if y'all, uh, you know what I mean, can, can vibe with me on this. But to post something a few months earlier, like I'm the best drunk driver in history, to actually let that shit roll off your fingers onto Twitter for earth to see and then to have something like this happen is like the ultimate world saying to you all right bitch you think you got it i'm gonna mm-hmm. show you you don't like when the universe really the universe really like spun the block on her ass like oh oh you really think this sweet watch this it's it's a very tough thing to watch because she's so young but at the same time you so dumb. Like, there's just so many bad decisions over and over and over again in the same pattern. Like, what was the people around her like? And I guess maybe, you know, as a nigga who didn't had some therapy, I always wonder what support systems look like around people when I see him go through this shit. That's just kind of where my mind goes. And, 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 you know, maybe she doesn't deserve that type of empathy. But at the same time, I want to know, like, who was around her that was letting her get to this? Like, like I said, I want to know. What <laughs> like real I shit. Like, I, like I wish <laughs> I had that clip loaded. Like I would play that shit right now because I just don't. I don't get how you could get to that at twenty one without someone in your life saying, "Yo, I need you to pull back." Like me at twenty one and the the infrastructure I had around me, I could do a lot of dumb shit. I couldn't do that kind of dumb shit. I did that, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have happened that way. I had too many people in my life on some level or another who gave enough of a fuck to have me in a better spot than that at that age. And it's just I, I don't know. I, I always wonder those things. So I, I don't know if the people who started to go fund me are the same people who was helping her out when she was young and now they just feel bad because they clearly have not done right by this young lady and whatever values they've given her or Maybe they did give her the values and she said, fuck y'all. Who knows? I don't know what the background of that looks like. But whatever it is, the GoFundMe is a is a, a response to that shit, in my opinion. That's just, you know, that's how I feel. But, you know. 
You, you um, I, yourself, Linda, you go. I oh, no, I, I did. I, I think one of the <laughs> other things that I think one of the other things that that you touched on too is like you said, support system. But to even maybe say like maybe her people didn't know she broadcasted. It's one thing if you like, damn, I didn't know my cousin was an alcoholic. To versus like where you informed everyone prior to, you gave them a heads up, and now like I said, to, to have that as your headline, like mark your words. You got your trophy because you put they used the headline breaking news the best drunk driver ever killed three people. Crazy. Crazy. Like you like. Like, yeah. like, like, like it's like it's almost like when you call somebody answer machine and that John be like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. And your grandma be like, I called you and I heard your voicemail. <laughs> you might want to change that. My dad's email address for the longest time was these nuts 609. But like that was before you used email for official things. Like that was like back when your email was just for Black Planet and that's it. Oh, these nuts 609. So we were in Florida wow. and he was he, he was getting our um our uh, our flights pushed back because we were staying in Florida longer. So then the lady was like, All right, I just need an email for the confirmate. Oh, okay, I see your email, so never mind. <laughs> But listen, you bring up a good point because imagine like everywhere you go, they like you rent a car. Can I have your email and you like big tits one, two, three? Right. Yeah, no, email addresses was wild. Like, so, like, oh man, if you had a hotmail, you probably had a wild ass email address. Like <laughs> so, 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 th so this is what I'm saying. Like to get into that, and then you put on a job application. And you like why they can get hired, and they like, like I seen a post and a shorty was trying to get a job, and she was like some TikTok star. So on her, you know, uh, answer sharing, she's like, "Hey y'all, and it's time for another video." Like she's talking like this, and she like psych no. And so the person leaves her a voicemail and says, "I was trying to contact you, but apparently you need to like work on actually uh, changing your voicemail, being more professional." And uh, you know, checking in with us. Shout you know, listen that that will give you another chance. You know, later on, right? And so right. she's like, "Well, this is what I do," but I think, like I said, we have to kind of separate the two mm -hmm. from social media and who you are. Like I think some people have a hard time separating the people. Like I feel like we almost like uh, compartments. Like our our. You know, our lives are compartments, and some Absolutely. people have a hard time. It start running in, like you know, you got the people that don't like. I don't like my food touch. I'm, I'm one of them people. So, so, so you, so this, so this Mind is what you, I'm saying. As soon as you serve it to me, I'm mixing that shit together. But that's my job. That's not yours. Don't get no, no. right, <laughs> like, right, right. Like, like, like you got the potato salad. Uh, there's on the baked beans, and you like. <laughs> So all I'm saying is that basically sometimes when all that stuff starts to spill together, right, whether who you are at work, if you work in prison, you may you're authoritarian. Mm -hmm. So now at that point, you used to ordering people around. Mm -hmm. When you get home, your wife like, listen, you ain't a CEO no more. So you need, you know, you need to stop because yep. you ain't telling us what to do. And then when that I other part. I started doing this, I had that problem. Mm -hmm. When I first became a dean, I had that problem. Like, I would like be yelling at kids all day, and then I come home, and my wife be like, "Yo, like, Doug, you ain't gotta keep yelling no more. Like, ain't nobody here to yell." <laughs> like, and I really had to like 
like separate my two voices like all right this is home voice and, and yeah is... you have to figure out how to actually manage exactly. that and then i think like i said if you are a social media personality i mean like i've had people tell me right that i'm not the same person like in my videos that i am outside of that now granted i can definitely ask you right that since you knew me prior to all of this right is it the same person yes to me i i think of course in these spaces you get a little more of the consistent energy i think it's the energy the person's the same because you would quietly say real funny shit when we would like have our conversations in passing and you was always like funny as hell it was low-key and it was quiet so, like, when I see you get in these spaces, you're definitely a little more, the energy's higher. But the personality no, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. flow is the same. Yeah, it's the same to me. And and I think anybody, I think I think that's why people rock with us on here. Because anybody who knows us knows that this is really just the three of us having a conversation regularly. Yo, I had like, dude came up to me at the gig and shit was like, uh, he was walking by and, I was, and you know, I mean, good morning. Yeah. He was like, oh, what's good? What's good, brother? You know, uh, I was, I was like, oh, like I'm hood, I'm new here. You know, like, I know who you are. Well, like, he was, yeah, I'm from, from friends with uh with Kev. You know, I see you every Thursday, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I know who that was too. I know who that was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's part of it, man. That's 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 what it is. We gonna be. Who I we mean, gonna be. and I like. No, that no, you, you're right. I, I mean, for me, I, people don't understand. Like, if you look at my YouTube page. It took a lot for me to actually uh, even get the courage to see my face on video and replayed and replayed because many people may say you're outgoing, you chatty, you like to talk, but I'm totally opposite in front of people because I'm very shy. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time like with even stage fright. Right. So me making videos was like kind of hard because you got to get used to seeing yourself. How do I sound? Mm -hmm. You know, even on these podcasts, do I sound goofy? And so me just keep practicing. I was like, let's get it. So now I could be like, right. like I'm real hype because let me tell y'all something. This one reel I made about gas that's only like probably 25 seconds long almost has 7,000 views. That's better than any of my shit. Now I so got cursed out. You think. And don't, get the, don't get it twisted. I got cursed out like, oh, them Democrats and all that. But run it up. I mean, listen. I, I want somebody to have negative shit to say. Just say something. I don't care. I, like say I something to somebody. Say something about the something you said, and keep the somethings coming. I'm with all that shit. I can't yeah. wait. Like I like I I told I I joked about this in a lot in season one that I'll be really ready to just come on here and just say the most outrageous shit in the world that I don't believe just so a motherfucker can get a clip of it and be like, did you hear what this boy on this podcast said? And then everybody come look at it. And then the next <laughs> week, I'm just like, man, I was just fucking with y'all, but good looking on the traffic. Like, like I really, I don't, but I don't want to be that. That's but, not But integrity. you ain't never lied. Like you said, you ain't never lied. Like when I say I didn't say nothing outlandish, I literally hit it with this. If you know by now that gas is high as hell, literally what I'm saying to y'all, gas is high as hell. But I got three ways that you can change the perspective on gas. Number one, take public transportation. Number two, ride with your friends and family to work. Number four, what I did, look, I can't even count. But number three, I think the last <laughs> one was take public transportation. They went off. 
And usually, like, I have been getting, like, probably 300 here, 500 there. But I don't usually post on my business. When that John says 7,000, I was like, sign me up. I can't wait to do the next one. Just talk about goofy shit. Yeah, no, like, and that's what it be. You never know what's going to hit. That's what's so weird about, and, and this is, again, a perfect segue. That's what's so weird about social media, because there's no rhyme or reason to what hits. Like, there are a bunch of quality programs, uh, comedians, establishments, and things of that nature that plug heavy on all social media and have not blown up. And they are not, it's not for lack of being good, great, or otherwise. It's just the right thing has not hit. And there are some terrible publications and some awful, awful things that are popular as hell because one thing or the other hit. Or and and uh oh who was it that said i think it was karen one of our uh, one of our regulars karen who always checks in with us said people love car crashes and that's kind of what it is sometimes sometimes if your shit is a complete disaster people will watch it even though there's no there's no real like yes yeah, love nine. put into it or there's no real like you know appreciation for whatever the craft is that you're doing you're simply a car crash in motion and people want to see it and that's it like and, and that's the reason why you're successful. And for somebody like and for people like us who actually like take the time to make sure things are right and try and be as professional as possible, and so on and so forth. When you put the effort into that, it's hard to see that goofy shit and not be like, "Bro, fuck it, I don't want to do it no more." You be ready to knock all this shit over because you just be like, "Well, you know and what? You that... gotta follow. You gotta catch yourself though." But go ahead, look. But you know what's crazy to me? I think the way that I live life. I don't even strive to be overly professional. And, and, and even like you said, I would be quiet, but I'm whispering and we both looking like we high as shit at work because we cracking <laughs> up and they like, well, what did they say? What, what did they say? You like, you right. had to be there. Like right. hypothetically, listen, I'm always saying these little punchlines. So one time this white girl walks in at our job and it's probably five black people standing there cracking up. So she walks in and she's like, what's so funny? And I'm like, Oh, we talk about how late you are to the cookout and shit. And I was like, you came empty handed. And so she says, oh, yes. Y'all were waiting for me to bring the bland ass potato salad. So all I'm getting it. She gets, she, I like that she knew it. Ah, congratulations. Shout out to that white woman, whoever she was. Because she gets it. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like because somebody wouldn't have got the joke. Right. You're late to the cookout. And they like, cookout? We're not eating. You right, can't, right, yes. Right. You know, and she says, I, I don't yes. like unfunny people. People who don't understand, like, I, I get irritated, and that's probably not fair to those people, but I no, get irritated no, no. when people don't get the joke. I'll be mad as shit. Like, I gotta explain the joke to you, bro. Joke ain't even I'll be no mad more, too, man. because at that point, I'm like this. Listen, because if you don't get it, I'm instantly walking away. You're like, no, no, tell me. You had to be there. Don't worry about it. If you don't get it now, then they, they come two weeks later, like, Yo, that John was funny. We on the 10 different new jokes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. Exactly. So I just say that, like, I feel as though you have to be natural because I think people really go out their way to be funny and it has to come to you. Like you said, the car crash thing. Nobody plans a car crash. It just happens. That's like, it just happens. Usually you be trying to, like, you cruising. Oh, damn, bam. Oh, I just got this car, man. 
Man, but, but then everybody stops. But then everybody stops and wants to see, is, is anybody hurt? What happened? Was he good? Was he drinking? Was it a man? Was it a woman? What, what happened? Like, like it, for all the wrong reasons, that shit becomes interesting and exciting. And I, I just don't want, like, I don't, I do this because I enjoy doing it. I do not want any notoriety off just being trash. Like, I just don't want that. I You're like just my, being my, garbage because yeah. it follows you. Like, like what, like he said at work, it's always the one person that you never thought saw your content because you don't see them at the bottom. You don't see right. their little face. They not liking it. And you in the bathroom wash your hands. And he like, yo, bro, your podcast the shit, though. Right. That's a beautiful yeah. feeling, though. I've had that. I've had that happen to me. That's a beautiful feeling. It really is. Like, not in the bathroom, though. Don't talk to me in the bathroom. I don't like getting talked to in the bathroom. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm weird like that. Like, we got, we hear the hands. So that's business. weird if y'all both standing at the urinal and he like. Don't you ever, fu- don't say nothing Don't to talk me. to me while my <laughs> dick is out. No, no. Not even, not even. As soon as, as, soon as I cross that threshold. Like, I don't want to talk to you in the bathroom at all. But you I might slap you harder than saying. To me while I'm at the urinal. If I'm at the urinal might- and you're talking to me, I'm threatened. Like I feel a way I don't like it because you don't know the rules and now I'm worried about a lot of other shit now because we know better. <laughs> like real, like you know better than to have that conversation with somebody. I don't care if it's 27 euro news. I'm at number one and you at number 27 and you be like, yo, bro, did you see? Like, no, it's no discussion okay. to be had. <laughs> okay, so listen. Okay, so me not being a man, I need y'all to give me three rules for the bathroom with men. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me, and don't even don't even come in my direction. Like, I, don't talk to me while I'm at the urinal. I'm a, I'm a, no, I, don't, no, don't just, talk to me at all. Listen, I, if we washing hands and we at the game, see, I go to I go to a lot of sporting events. Motherfuckers talking in them situations, but not in the urinal. Again, not in the urinal. Don't talk to me while my dick is out. I don't have nothing to say to you while my dick is out. I just don't. Like, Somebody. no, like we Somebody. don't. No discussing that. Also, mm-hmm. always skip a stall. Always skip a stall. Always skip a stall. I no, I don't like. I hate. That's the one thing about sporting events I don't like. But I'm the wait for a stall to open. Ball. You skip a urinal all the time. Like I will wait for a stall to open before I go to a new. I'm weird like that. I don't know. It's just one of those things. And this has nothing to do with like homophobia. It's just good manners. Like leave me alone while yeah. I'm in the bathroom. Like it's just weird. Hey, but, uh, you you allowed to fart in the bathroom? Like in a public bathroom, or you hold it in? You said what? When you go to the public bathroom, you let that thing fly or you hold it in? Like, you burnt? Like, you, you, well, people in there. Now, here's the thing. I'm at the point now where I can kind of predict how that's going to go. So, if I think it's just going to be a silent killer, nah, nah man, I mean, we in here. One of them ones. No, it's going to be a, a pat, 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 pat. I don't know. I might try to hold that joint. It depends. Nah. But, I, like, sometimes you got to let it go, man. That's what the bathroom is for. Again, yo, listen, listen, listen. If that joint about to be an ass orchestra, like the horns, <laughs> and she be like, bleh, 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 yo, ass orchestra is crazy. <laughs> yo, me and, uh, me and P was in, <laughs> what mall was we? Oh, we was in a Willow Grove mall. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked in the bathroom. It was pretty packed, but it wasn't like it was like every station was occupied, like like a, like a rotation. And dude, like he wasn't like over the top trying to get to the stall, but he was moving kind of quick. And then as soon as he said, because he like got in his stall as I started peeing at the ur- urinal, 
That shit was like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> dude, dude, in some fake easy, was like, God damn, nigga. <laughs> I love a nigga who don't, but you know, it's always one brother around that's just going to be like, yo, dog, you all right, yeah. man? Like, yeah, it's always, you got to be Like, he was offended that. that he did that in his presence. I mean, yeah, man, like, that's that's crazy. That white man, man you muted, you muted. You know it's bad when your legs start to look like chopsticks and shit. That shit be like, <laughs> look, look. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, right when you work at a place, and I'm, we not just gonna keep having stories about taking shits and asses and shit. But I'm. A, this is funny though. And when I was working at Pecom, when I was there, I was security, and you said I got like a joke too. Key run, right? And so at the key run, basically, it's a, it's a couple spots on every floor. Where you gotta like you know just tap the little wand and they check it to make sure you're doing your job. Oh, yeah, you know. yeah, clock. We used to call them, yeah. we used to call them clock rounds. Yeah, key walk clock yeah. rounds. Every place yeah. has a different whatever they call. And it. then you could print you could print the shit out at the end of your shift. Yeah, at the end of the journey to show yeah. that you actually was doing your work. Yeah, and you gotta do like four of them in the night in an overnight shift, or like three of them during the day, whatever. But so when I was working overnight, and it was like a time where like I took a couple overnight shifts, like made a couple extra dollars. And it's different bathrooms on every single floor. And motherfuckers would be in them bathrooms by themselves. That shit be different, bro. Like, and the key joint, like, you gotta open the bathroom door. So it's like, you go in the bathroom and it's right there on the wall when you walk in. Bruh. Yo. They ain't rolling dice? No. Oh, my God. (laughs) Walk in the joint, right? Open the door, hit the joint, beep. All I hear is this ball go, ah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, no. And you can hear, it, it sounded like he was pouring a bucket of water in the <laughs> Like, he was standing over that bitch, just dumping oh. water in him. Like, you know what he was dumping? Wait you know, a minute. You know what? You know what he was thing. dumping? He what was, was he dumping, dumping ass. Yo, dumping yeah, ass. He, he had an ass orchestra. He like, yo, this shit was so crazy, right? Because when I did my next key, well, I'm thinking to myself, like, this overnight, it ain't that many people in the building. So I'm wondering who it is. Man, come to find out, it's my homie, I, my OG I work with. Rest in peace to my OG. He was in that joint, busting it up. I'm like, yo, you good? He's like, yeah, man. Taco night. <laughs> what? what are yo. you putting on them tacos? Oh, yeah. yo. Like, yo, that yo, that you know, shit yo, you know what's out of control that yo. you said that? So, so I used to work eight to four, right? Up in the telecommunications area. So every day, like we only had like a little like bathroom that was in across in that little section. Like, so it was like three of us that worked in there. And the bathroom was like right across from us. So it was a one person joint. So everybody had this rule like that if you do, you can't do the in there because the door would be open, it'd be open. Right. Yo, every day at four o'clock, my bowels used to be like, you better fix this. At four o'clock, I go down to like the third floor because nobody used to be on that joint and go all the way to the last stall. Like, thank you. I couldn't even get on the damn bus before leaving upstairs, like religiously. Like, Work and if somebody was in there, I'd be like, ahead, I used to be like, no, I'm saying if somebody was in there, I used to be like, oh my God, it's my look, look, like volcano shit, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> on some dumb and dumber to, type job. No, but that's Yo, that is one of the funniest scenes in any that's movie. That's you had to scream and be like, could you get the fuck out the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you asked me to get out. Yo, 
That's wild as shit. Hey, yo, I'm trying to handle something in there. I need peace and quiet, yo. Oh man, I would crack the fuck up. I, I, I mean, only just sit on the sink if a nigga did that to me. I the only reason wait. why I'm saying that is because you know how you got people who just go in there to talk, like females that do that. They ain't even in the bathroom doing shit. They be like, "Girl, I know, right?" Mm -hmm. I, that's like, shit I, 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 I cut I, all that shit off right there. My, uh, <laughs> you like to do what? My, I'm cutting all. I'm cutting Ew. the lights off. Oh man, I was just you just gonna start cutting, huh? Yo, hold up. Um, let me get into these comments. Hold up, hold up. Uh, it says keep your feet in your stall. Absolutely. Like, hey, if, hold on. If your foot come, bro. Yo, so when I was in wild. high school, the, the I had kidneys. stories written on the walls. Go ahead, bro. I had um kidney stones when I was in high school. Mm. So I'm I'm pissing like just like having a, doing a casual. I was in culinary arts class. Yes, I took culinary in high school. I was in culinary. I went to go piss. And that motherfucking crack cocaine. You know what I mean? That cocaine you white. That yeah. yeah. So I start, I hit the LL Cool J knees in, in the stall. Hit the LL Cool J knees hard as shit. Like, you know, I get to like the flinch down. You know, you know, white people that wear Hollister cargo shorts and like some beat up ass uh, Air Force Ones. Yeah. So, yeah, this kid, Joe Giacino, he went to my high school. His shit was like that. His foot was like, kicked, like ducked out, like <laughs> duck footed in the stall. Yeah. Like and his shit was coming over mine. So when I owe oh, Cool J knees, I just pissed mad blood and stuff all over his shoe. Oh, Damn. Damn. He was he yeah. was tight. I know he, yeah, he, was, he wanted to fight originally. And then like he seen me just like just like sweating immediately, like hold my stomach. Like I'm I was like, I was down bad. Something's wrong with this guy. Yeah, he helped me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yo, you, he ain't never lied about them scribbles on the walls where that John be like, yo, call John and that shit say somebody's phone number. Yeah, for yeah. a good time. But like, what, the, the, bro? <laughs> for a good time, but you know what that made me think about? Y'all remember the textbooks and that shit be like, turn to page three. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. then you go turn and it be a dick and balls. Like, <laughs> and then you go to the next joint, right? And then you keep going and they be like, you dumb as shit if you actually turn all the way to like, Yo. Yeah, I definitely was the culprit in at least one of those. Y'all ever uh, get get a textbook and then the, and the name be one of your siblings? I, see, I did not. We wasn't close enough no. for that. Mm -mm. that. Oh, yeah. That's not they told my, my siblings are so that. much younger and shit, but mm. they did go to my school, but they did not, um, you know, like old enough to get the textbook, John, but that's crazy. I had, I had um. I had my sister Darlene, and my sister Darlene's 10 years older than me. And fourth grade. Oh, no, that's dope, though. Yeah, that's, that's actually fire. I I've had it. See, yeah. you also from a smaller city, too. Though. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, from I'm a from, smaller city. Than like, we have like 2,000 people here. Well, right, not right, here. Right, right, there, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's, that, that's a slightly easier thing to have happen. Or it might be 6,000 out. Any amount of thousands is less than the millions here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? That's that's a different kind of situation. Um, all right, so <laughs> we we kind of got off <laughs> ass orchestras and the like. All right, so did you you crush the whole box, bro? I'm working on my, the last one. My man had a goal to drink all the Capri Suns. There, oh there's my always God. there's always a food related highlight here at literally anything podcast. Nah, because I knew you was gonna cook me if I ate my dinner on here. No, nah, listen, bro. I, 
at this point, it's a thing. We have people literally tuning in to see what you're going to eat on any given week. So, like, I'm not even mad at it. You have made it a bit. Like, fuck it. It's in the show. Just bring your grub, bro. Like, it is what That's it is. We, we, yeah, you got to do it like this. We, we, we bro, just I just... Out. I drank 10, well, nine Capri Suns. My stomach hurts so bad, bro, but I got to... <laughs> At some point, that's going to come back to haunt you. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> every time I go outside and do my little aromatherapy, I come back and just eat wild shit, and I just can't control myself. It clear, it clear you. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing you can do. It is what it is. Um. All right, so earlier in the week, right, uh, for those of you who are listening, make sure you go join the uh, Facebook group, Living Thing Podcast, Facebook group for the people. Please look it up. It's a private group, but I'll let you in. Uh, I throw like little stuff up there throughout the week. This week, I put up a link to an article. It says, social media lifestyle, seven habits of highly addicted social media people. And I went through the seven and I realized that almost everyone I know has at least one of these habits. Like, I don't really know a person who doesn't have at least one of these. Um, the National Center for Addiction is actually recognizing social media addiction as a real addiction. Like, they're in the process of solidifying that as an actual diagnosis. Get off the phone, crackhead. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, you know why I believe that it is, though, and I think people don't understand that the mental part is, is that there's a part like that if you're not on social media, there is a thing where, you know, you find other ways to direct your energy. But right. the thing about social media is, you know, there are several types of social media people. You have people who just like to be on there for kicks and giggles. You got people who actually post all day. Uh, about to take a shit, uh, about to eat a candy bar. Let me tell you what happened to me at work. I'm about to go on vacation for two weeks. Come rob me. And how about this? And how about that? <laughs> come rob and, me as well. <laughs> come rob me. Right? Because cause you telling them, we going, we we in the Florida Keys eating McDonald's right now. So you can go ahead because we ain't there. Absolutely. The, the door is unlocked. It's people who who like post like on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And then they tag they tag their location. Cool, because I do that every now and then too. But when you live like in a develop, like for instance, if I try to put a post and then tag my location from my apartment, it's going to tell people exactly my apartment. Like there's three apartment buildings in my complex. Like there's three high rises. There's the the north building, the east building, and the west building. It will come up the blah 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 north building. Right. And people still like really be posting their shit. Y'all niggas That's call crazy. me rich every day. I'm surprised I ain't get ran down on yet. But we don't never say he rich and he live in such and such, such and such. <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, hey, yo, you on. always laugh us off anyway. So they probably think we just talking shit. But so started the new gig this week. The two things started the new gig this week. And the one uh, case manager was like, you know, like I forgot to do an SEO lesson. So we're just going to get do get to know Mr. Hood. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Went in there. She had some questions already written out. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, you know, asked the questions like, oh, does this make sense? Like, what's the real answer? Blah, 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 blah. So the, uh, the question was, how many countries has Mr. Hood been to? One, three, no, one, five, seven, or 12 plus. And then young boy, this yo, this kid is the funniest kid ever. He's like fourth grade. 
he he was looking at his paper, and then he looked at me and he was like, "Nigga, look like you got money." <laughs> hey, listen, man, you can't help what you exude. I be trying to tell you. I was you mad as hell. Yeah, I know you was. Yeah, I know you was. That's hilarious. Secondly, Bob drives a Grand Mariner, like a 1986 white Grand Mariner, and he got 20s on them. Shit's his own dubs. <laughs> Gotta love that. All right, so listen, I'm gonna go through this with y'all, and and we're gonna go through these seven, and y'all and y'all tell me if if it connects to y'all or not as we go through these seven habits. Um, we do put a finger down. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, all right, you log in very often, wasting time with unproductive browsing. Yeah, yeah, that, that's you putting the finger down for that. Okay, all right. Um, let's get to number two. You constantly check your stat, your notifications, and update your status. Now, see, I don't always update. I don't update often. I, I do check notifications here and there, but I don't do either of them all the time. So I'm not no, gonna say that. I think yeah. I post, but but like I said, when I think of update my status, I guess that is posting. But if it wasn't for probably business or promoting business, I would say no, because to be honest, mine is quite general. Like my mom had told me, she was like, people don't even know you have a daughter. Like literally, I probably don't post things that are very personal about me. So right. when I did a transparency post, people was like, well, I didn't know that. Right. See, but I don't think business counts because if you take away literally anything posts, I might not post at all. I like I might post like once a week. If that much, if it wasn't for, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. And even yeah. before I had a business or something that I felt like I wanted to promote, I didn't really post like that. Now I'm an avid, like, damn, look at them. And then go to they page and they page. That's probably in the way, but you still oh well. these fucking Capri Suns talking about your stomach hurt. <laughs> yep. He's smashing them Jones. Look, 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 that last look. One. <laughs> but, 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 but guess what? He grabbing them Jones like, like baby bananas and shit. Look, he like, <laughs> My stomach hurts so bad. Oh god! Oh, that's funny as hell. All right, so uh, all right, so we got we got one down. Still, we good on constantly check. Social media functions as an escape from the real world. I, I would uh, ah. uh yeah yeah yeah. I, I guess I actually totally agree. You know why? Because I feel like social media allows you to be somebody else. And you ever see somebody off of social media and be like. Yeah, when yeah, I got they five look feet. nothing like that, and, and, and the, the scary part is they're making they're they're allowing us to be more and more who we are not. Like the filters, you be scared when you see somebody got connected dots and shit on their face. You be like, oh man, between filters and mask, like I'm so glad I ain't out here trying to get a woman on these internet streets. Goodness gracious, you fuck around and been lied to. Often, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I got my listen. Don't get me wrong. I got my Florida fro going on right now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like this is not what I was trying to do. Damn, 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 damn. damn. (laughs) Hey, listen. It is what it is. No worries. All right, hold up. Let's 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 keep the list going though. Um, if you can't get on social media, you get agitated. That is not true for me at all. No, I'm not. I will, yeah, I will simply I find something else to do. Yeah, like, I'm going to just find something else to <laughs> you do. You get agitated when you can't get on, bro? That's you? It's more so, like, in instances where I, like, you ever be in the elevator and not realize somebody got on and your phone is in your pocket? 
And you know, now you don't want to just go in your pocket and just get right. on social media because you don't have to talk to this person. Right. You mm-hmm. rather it be in your hand organically when they got exactly. on and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. he wasn't paying you. So you mind. don't show them that you super annoyed to be like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. I live I live in a building for, full, of, full of timid old whites. Like, I think the average age of my building has to be 74. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, so it, you they really got they a lot really of old money in your well. building. Yo, I found out that I'm my saying. one neighbor, he lives in North Jersey. He only rents an apartment here because he's a doctor at um at um Jefferson. Mm. So he, he he was like, I didn't want to work in New York City. Taxes are too crazy. The New Jersey hospitals don't pay good enough. So the next big city is Philly. He does his like two weeks on, two weeks off or whatever. Oh, comes here okay, to sleep. Okay. And then the two weeks he's off, he's with his family in North Jersey. He's like, getting I'm, a lot of money if that's his side oh, crib. I was gonna say he getting if a lot your of crib pussy. is his side crib. Is if if he lives yeah, in your yeah, job, yeah. and that's like the side crib. And he got the two bedroom. He eating good. He eating good in the neighborhood for sure. But as for that other thing you said, yeah, he definitely probably uh has a whole nother taking, life too. Taking them nurses down. <laughs> Definitely that he could bring him somewhere life. else. He's like, you trying to slide to my crib, baby? Yeah, this my, like my crib. Yeah, this is where it's I not, It's not a picture of his family in that whole bitch. That's crazy. Um, So all these numbers that I'm giving y'all have like little uh point blurbs value. behind them. Uh, no, not point values, but these have little little blurbs. Like the one that says, uh, if you can't get to social media, you get very agitated. It said, if you become anxious over time, spent away from your device, or without an internet connection and your dependency on social media platforms may have gone beyond normal limits. Um, it, on I the one you, I'm sorry, go ahead. so I will say I will, I don't get like withdraw from being on social media, but I one thousand percent have phantom phone syndrome. You know what that is? Explain. So phantom phone syndrome is a very real phenomenon where you feel like your phone won't be nowhere in sight and you feel that shit vibrate in your pocket. Oh yeah, I, I know exactly what that is. That's real. That is definitely a thing. So, so that that is absolutely, <coughs> in my opinion, reminiscent of having, or not necessarily social media uh, uh, addiction, but more so like an attachment to your device. Right, and that's what it is. I think it's a device thing more than the actual really all the things you do with your device. Because you like, if you leave your phone at home, you be trying to have this thing. Like, do I go back to get my shit? Like, do I take? Yeah. You think they know if I left? In the last three years, how many times have you been late to work because you had to go back and get your phone? I can tell you for me, it's at least half a dozen. Like, it might be more than that, but I can think of at least five or six times right now off rip in the last year or two where I was like on my way to work. Nope, can't go. Gotta go back. (laughs) I mean, I left my phone. Here's the thing. I did leave my phone home recently. Have I done it in a long time? Probably not. Um, But I know my phone had broke recently, so it was damn near like I ain't have it. And right. I tried to like kind of wing it, and it was definitely weird because then you go to check in your bag and shit, you like, oh, my phone broke. Mm-hmm. Let me right. use the work phone. So it's kind of like that type of thing, but I think we've grown so accustomed to having them where you just started detaching everything. Like everything's connected your lights, you know, the Alexas. Uh, your car may be connected. So if you don't have your phone, even paying now, you're shit out of luck. Like it's like one of them things where, you know, 
you leave your baby at the crib and shit. Like your mask, right. like now your requirement is to have your mask, your baby, and, and your phone. Like yeah. you need all those things now in COVID because it's now like people, now people start their cars, getting their cars and all that with their phone. Yes, with right. your phone. Like it's all of that. I just think we've become but and I think even with the ones that say I'm not addicted, while they maybe they think it's some badge of honor not to be on social media, you need your phone for everything. Like they've just baited that that you know vending machines. Use concert, your phone to game. pay. No, no, that. they like no because in the QR code shit. Mm-hmm. The everything movies come through their phone. Yep, absolutely everything go through that. Phone. And you be lost without your email. Like I said, they kind of force you, know. you to kind of have some dependency. Which can can translate easily into a, an addiction in and of itself. So well, yeah, it takes twenty one days. So you figure, like you know, yeah, twenty one so days nothing. develop a habit. So you be like, damn, them twenty one days will be over before you know it. Well, you know how even when people want to go on your phone, like the fact of is that that's almost like cracking itself. Like females and males, like you're doing sitting there right, and it's killing them. Like to try not to look low, they like. See, the whole thing is now it used to be a thing where it was like the only thing you could go on somebody's phone for was like who they calling, who they texting. Now it's like who you calling, who you texting, what's your cash app pin, what's your email address, what you looking what's, at, like, who you looking so at. so many things that are deeper and more personal stored on your phone now. Your phone really is something that you got to Oh, damn. She said way. pay the meter with your phone. You're Thanks. right. And yep. you do that. I, you absolutely do that. Yes. You absolutely pay the meter with your phone. It's a real thing. Like, so it's just kind of like everything has converted. And so now it's like, like even school, they got Parent Square app and there's an app for that. App Parent for Square this. is my favorite. I love Parent Square. Like as a as an educator and a person who Parent Square is beautiful because I could talk to 172 people in one click, and I don't gotta worry about whether they check their email because I know they get a notification that second because oh they signed God. up. That Yo, shit is listen, beautiful. Everybody <laughs> side, everybody side chick and side dude is the damn school district of Philadelphia. That shit stalker calls you and texts you all damn day. Then yeah. after they see you a text, that joint be like 215-951-4003. By the way, we just wanted to let you know that we just sent you six text messages. Yo. And just in case you don't check your shit, you check your email too. Like You won't forget to pick your kid up today. Nobody will be your friend like a school robocall. You will, you gonna know that number. And and guess what? It's going to be more than one number because they know you're going to block one of them. So it's mm-hmm. absolutely going to be two numbers, and they going to find that ass if you. That joint is ridiculous. That joint is ridiculous. Yeah, you and they call you when they feel like it. Please program it, put it on speaker to show your girl or your man. Because when that motherfucking call come through at five forty seven, and you like, why the fuck is your phone ringing at five forty seven? And that joint like, this who the fuck is who they calling for the work phone? Like, yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Nobody cares. So that John was like, hello, good evening. This is Dr. Height. I just wanted to let you know that today's school lunch will be. You like, oh. Bruh, it's 3.37. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're we going to get back to this list real quick. Now, this one right here, I'm going to read the whole thing. And then y'all tell me if, if it's something you do or guilty of. Mm-hmm. Number five, mm-hmm. you plan your social media posts in advance. You go places just to take selfies get distracted during daily activities by thinking about how you plan to describe them later on social media. You may have trouble staying present and alert in your everyday regular life due to planning of social media pictures and posts. 
I got that shit bad. <laughs> God damn. You know, you know why? what? Because I think women do that a little more than we do. I think that's something y'all might be a little more guilty the of. The reason why I had that bad is because usually, like, I'm somewhere and I'd be like, yo, like, I could post this or I could use this as that or either you right. could try and get a good angle like wait till I post this John and I even I had written out captions and shit beforehand like I'm with the John <laughs> or whatever. like so that's a little bad like I, yes I will admit this I'm like that with shoes my shoe posts are immaculate I don't put I don't give a fuck about like anything I post the only thing I care about is that it sounds like a coherent English sentence and it's mostly spelled correctly because I ain't worried about no talk by talking shit about the way I spell because I'm smart so if you if I if misspell something I promise you it was an accident or I just didn't give a fuck <laughs> I don't care about that but like Wait, as far you... as my posts shoes that's those are the ones that I take the most time with every now and then I might take a picture like no that was dope I'll throw it up but mm-hmm. like the only thing I really calculate and put together, like when I buy a new pair of sneaks, I know I'm going somebody's social media with the motherfuckers. <laughs> I might put like a little, like a little pop on them, how I'm, how I'm present them or whatever the case is. But if I buy no, a new sneaks, I'm going to social media with them. Anything so, else I don't do that with, but I do. do no, that you with. ain't never lost. So let me ask you something. Do men care about how they body look like, like on social media? I don't. I mean, you on, mean, you if on you don't mean in real life, you getting all this. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know, I'm going to pull. Is, I'm going to pull with no shirt on. I hate the, I, yo. I talk so, yo. So 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 that bone crusher shit was drawn. Bone crusher laughing. But bone crusher, he a BB, he a SSBBW. <laughs> he said, I was Yeah, no, ball was wildin', but to, to each his own. He knows somebody who like it. That's the thing you gotta yep. remember. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it every time. <laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna do Big it every time. Here letting it go. I it mean, don't get that. me wrong. You look put together, but my man John was to his knees, and he was like, "I ain't know." Yo, I, see, my whole thing with that is, is like, man, at a certain age, you stop giving a fuck. And then some people are born to just not give a fuck. Like, guy here is younger, and he hit that don't give a fuck already in his 20s. I didn't have that in my 20s. In my 20s, I might have gave a fuck. In my 30s, it was like, ah, eh, now here, early 40s, fuck everybody. I'm whatever I mean, it is. I think for me, I was always, I think I me being always naturally skinny, right? I went through a series of like, like like times because I was always like either too skinny. Like when I look back in high school, I was like, yo, I was skinny as shit, right? And everybody always say they was skinny. Oh, everybody was skinny. No, I was really skinny. So then when I turned 21, I started like filling out. Like, and when I say skinny as shit, like I had these shirts that I was like, yo, I'm never going to get breast to fill this shit up, like, mm-hmm. or no ass or anything. So right. I think as I've gotten older and yeah, like probably at 32 now that I'm like, all right, if I don't plan on cutting this stomach off with a Pete, wear a pair of Sarah's scissors or some shit. Yo, Jesus, you sound like, never mind. Go that ahead. shit is what it is. You stand up like, fuck it. Just shave it off. Look, ah, look, look. Damn, yo. Just. <sighs> if I can't do that, I gotta just rock out because like, even like, even with the surgery, 
If you don't get the VBL, that who got six weeks to heal? And then if you looking like Willie Lump Lump and shit, after if that shit don't get massaged the fuck out, now you just look like a wet sandbag. Oh God, yo. A lot of y'all wasted money on them BBLs. We gonna we gonna we gonna talk about that shit when the summertime come. Cause I'm gonna nah, let a no, few of not. y'all show it no, for real. Not. We not gonna get into it in now. The summertime, I'm getting the BBL, Bruh, But I bet you you gonna keep. Yo, this you shit going to get the abs, Jonah? You going to get the abs? <laughs> nah, I'm getting. I'm getting the extendo. Cause they had the what kind of what kind of extendo? Yo. <laughs> You know exactly what the fuck he's yeah. talking about. I'm turning, I'm turning this quarter pound to a Big Mac. <laughs> you know what he want his new name to be? Long Yo. John Silver. He want to be yep. Long, Long John Silver. Yep, I was out here Yo. serving popcorn shrimp. It's about to be fish filet out this motherfucker game. Man. <laughs> Yo, this. Yo, my listen, my man, my man said he want Long John Silver with a pair of hush puppies and shit. (laughs) I owe it to myself. I had testicular cancer. We gonna get it together. Uh, So this the this the last part of this to get back. (laughs) He going to buy that John. My nigga said we come full circle. Doctor Miami said I only want fourteen hundred. I cough it. What what the uh? Yo, when he walked in, they like, which one you want? Look. (laughs) If it's a wall of dicks, I got to walk out. I don't want it no more. (laughs) That was scared the hell out of me. Like, oh, bro. like You just holding him and threw him on the wall? No, There was a shitty-ass movie back in, not even back in the day, in the 2000s called R.I.P. It was uh, R.I.P.D. And it was like a fake cop movie. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, so, Ryan Reynolds is in it. So Brodem got his arm chopped off and shit and died. They brought him back and I was like, oh yeah, we got your replacement for your arm. He was like, oh yeah, I feel it. It feel good. He pulled that shit up and it was a black ass arm. Like, nigga woke up with Idris Elba's arm. That's wild. Yeah, man. No, listen, bro. I, I, you, if, if you want to do that, that's that's that you know we support nah, all that just, shit, bro. I, I know you fucking around, but I had dick surgery I, already. I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, stop playing around down there. Yeah, we are we done we're, once we're, you hey, one hey, and hey, done. I ain't yeah, mad at that. You don't want to keep under the hood. Yeah, you don't want to keep testing feet. You 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 survived enough scares. No, For but sure. seriously, like ladies, we gonna listen. talk about how you y'all ain't let came the BBLs heal right. We gonna talk about that shit, like. Especially when some of y'all come out here in hoodies in the summertime, talking about yeah, like it's gonna be filthy this summer because some of y'all did them things wrong. But you know, whatever. Y'all sat in Atlanta airport for eight hours straight, couldn't get home, stranded and shit, and then you wonder why your shit <laughs> look like a ring of Saturn around your shit, lopsided of your shit. Sure. Like y'all really, y'all y'all really. You oh, ever man. see? You ever see the, Y'all talk um, a lot of shit about us. Hold up, hold up. Because now, man, you ever see the water jug that look like this? <laughs> the jug with the with the crook yeah. at the top. <laughs> yeah, that's what they should be looking like upside Yo, down. It's crazy, right? Because they give us a lot of hell for a whole lot of shit. Like I, I know for a fact, if me and you took our shirts off and posted a picture, it'll be a bunch of motherfuckers on here. Look at these fat niggas here. Da, 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 da. But <laughs> well, yo, listen. But you know what? I don't care about that. talking about that though, right? So Go ahead. maybe y'all can clarify this for me because it's oh, a burning question I always has. Oh, so I'm worried. Women, right? Always be like, 
I want to lose weight for my vacation. Girl, for my birthday, I got to be right and tight, right? You know, or they wedding and shit like that, a special occasion. Mm-hmm. If it's the wedding, right? If you already been fat as shit for seven years, what the fuck is the occasion now? And, and, and don't you owe it to them not to try to get in shape because you, let's say you like really big. And you 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 sat up there and you was like, I want to get right and tight. I find it offensive because now why you want to lose weight for this wedding? Right, because you putting on the show. Because now you wouldn't do it just for the other reasons, for the right reasons, but for this big ass party we about to have. The fact now that you I on this crazy up, diet. But am I wrong for that thinking? Like you said, you want to go on this crazy ass diet, and for seven years you've been eating unhealthy and shit, and now <laughs> like fuck, like now you want to be like, oh girl, I, know, I got to lose. Why wasn't you good enough? I got fired from from this old gig I had when I used to work at when I used to, I used to work at the juvenile prison and shit. Shorty got fired because she lied. She went. She said she was going on vacation, put in her vacation. Then she said that a family member like died or something like that on the vacation. But really, she got her body done, and then she tried to claim FMLA on for the for for the extended recovery you know, time. HR oh, and oh, ass. oh, and she HR got married. Again, what would you do with that? She got married <laughs> on the trip as well. Damn, she did it big. The funny she thing is, call Shorty seen, Faith because she did it big. Like she really <laughs> went to fucking end. Damn. She uh, she be posting those like hard work pay off. Like in the gym today, shit like that. Yo. So we, uh, I've seen somebody post like on her comments. Nigga said, uh, your ass look fake, LOL, but that's just me. And then she commented with a whole bunch of laughing emojis talking about why would you say that? Because this shit look fake. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the her thing, belly right? button is like right here. It did. That's wild. And in, in the words of my man Left, and I'll, I'll represent him in this particular situation, Left feel like you gotta be two something to do something. <laughs> like that's his that is his motto. He don't want no skinny girl. So in that particular situation, sometimes what you brought to the table, both literally and figuratively, is why that brother's into you. So you just shouldn't. You should do what the person that you're with is happy with and that you're happy with with it whatever the happy medium of that is what well, your I happiness mean, versus they're good with it and then you do that but all that extra shit for people who don't care is whatever but, like my wife works out like several days a week all the time it's not because i be like i need you to do this or because i said something i don't give a fuck i told her that from the rip but you know why she works out because she does it for her I mean, it had to be for you. Like, like, like you said, it is what it, it is. I don't. It had to be. be it definitely got to be for you because then you mad like you get skinny and shit. And he go get somebody fucking two hundred more pounds bigger than you, and you're like, who look like you used to look? How you used look to like look? Like you used to look. And so Ain't at some point, like you know, you like, well, damn, like I shouldn't have lost the weight. But uh, uh, how do y'all feel about? Say you you interested in somebody and they only post. Head up pictures, right? Would you ever ask? Would you ever ask to see the bottom? Uh, I saw that shit in real time. You see, I saw, that, I saw that shit in real time, and she looked like a goddamn squid Billy. <laughs> she looked like a squid Billy. <laughs> if you look, I I can't even describe like really because like everything if you don't everything know. was good like here up. 
And I, but the funny thing is, I was, I was like, I mean, I knew that she was going to be like a two some to do some, three some to see some type. I knew. <laughs> but to the three extent to see something is wow. I don't want to see anything. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but to the extent of which to, to how she was, um, how God put her together, I didn't know that. But I'm like, all right, it's cool. It was also like three o'clock in the morning, so it was literally like. I just threw a piece of steak in the water and something. It's was the God out. Hour, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're approaching the God Hour, bro. You I got seven, there. You rip. And it was like everything from like the belly button down just looked like Ursula from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's wild. Damn, like Ursula's wild. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. Like that's crazy. Yo, listen. And then she got mad at me. Like, why did I ghost her? I mean. No, no. Listen, I'm not going to hold you. The craziest thing I've probably seen on a dude, though, was my man Pews was so long, he'd get fucking AI straight back. Oh, that's me. Yo, I hate you. I had AI, I had AI straight backs. Well, I didn't hear what she said the first part. Yeah, you did. Say it I'm again. Getting, <laughs> he he up there cleaning the- it. He definitely ain't hear what she said. <laughs> Yo, somebody take this back for you. This is gonna be a goddamn. Can you please? Can you please tell him what I said? No, I want no. You you're saying that shit. I'm not saying that shit. You're, you're, what I said was my man had pubes so long that he could get AI straight back. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nah, that is definitely not like, me. I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a Manscaped subscriber. His damn, his damn grass was so tall and shit. I was like, <laughs> yo, but you still did it. Tall, you still did it. Did I still do analogy. it? Yeah, you run the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did, but I did I too. Gave, I did too. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I actually still did, but what I did tell him, I gave him disclaimer. You need to go get them John snatched like ASAP. You need oh, to go man. get that shit cut off. Like you need to wait, go wait, get wait, wait, wait. So you are an entrepreneur, right? You're an entrepreneur, right? Oh, All right, so shit. let's so let's 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 talk turkey. All right. So I want to open a barbershop, right? Okay. And you in and out in like five minutes, but they only cut your pubes. It's gonna be called Jiffy Pubes. Okay, so Chinese people must be cutting these balls. Jiffy every cube, every kink will be going in the blank. Okay, listen. I, I, no, I, no, I, no. You know what you call it? Ripped and snipped. That shit, I, like. Oh, that sounds painful. I'm not oh. the ripped and snipped. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm not gonna hold you, bro. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get waxed one day just to see what my girl be going through. Yo, first off. That is chaotic to even say. I'm that not gonna hold loud. you. Listen, no, 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 that is chaos. No, no, no. To be All honest, the I think every, doing it. no, no, no. I think every man should get Brazilian wax once in their life, for real, for real. First and foremost, no. Secondly, what I will say is, it's not as bad as you think. When you first do it, you can't go in there with your shit this long, though. Definitely. I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. You supposed to go. No, in you're not. Of- no, no, no. You can't go in too hairy. You can't go in because you, you won't get it all the way out. That, yeah, I'm not. Weird. I'm not. I'm not hairy like that though. So. No, like, no, but you can't go wild. in that. You can't go in that tall because what it happens is you're not gonna rip the follicles out. Oh, like you so, need then, so then you it, it'll the hair just kind of fold over and then get, right. Yes. Yeah. So you kind of need at least like this much, a little bit, like, and that's kind of not like terrible. But I'm saying you need enough for them to be able to grip on. 
You because then get it that was long. too low. No, no, no. But then, like I said, if you let them get there, they expect you to grow it out a little bit. If you sit there and don't have enough, now you're ripping skin like a layer mm. of skin. So you gotta kind of be a happy medium. But let me tell you something. You fucking walk out of that joint looking like somebody just about to change your pamper with some powder in this motherfucker. Like yeah. legs, like, like the legs and the chicken wings. I met Shorty. Uh, I met Shorty before she came through, and she How was like, "Get here, go ahead." It was like, it was like hey, you know what I mean? Just take it easy. Like I just got waxed. She pulled her shit off. Her shit looked like Spring Garden Street in Philadelphia. I was like, "Why you got all the bumps?" <laughs> I was riding that motherfucker like this should feel expensive. Oh, <laughs> yo, wow! Fire well, the one late. thing I would say because too, a lot of people like if you got coarse hair, it's not ready for that. Oh, she's like, Asian too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, the the hair texture I believe changes that B2B. because if you got it smooth, you got B to B like your shit is B to B like yes, A fucking Man. Durant taco meat shit. That yo. one's gone. If your shit looks like Durant, then just don't go because that's going to be a bad day. <laughs> now you got to go to European Wax Museum. That shit is going to be bad for you. Um, all right, real quick. I got two more in this list and then we're going to get the closing thoughts because we coming up on time soon. All right. Um, so we are going through seven signs you may be addicted to social media. One is you look? log... We, we we got one. You log in very often, unproductive browsing. Two, constantly check your or clear your notifications to update your status. Three, social media functions as an escape from the real world. Four, if you can't get on social media, you get agitated. Five, you plan your social media posts in advance, and we are up to six. You get upset when your online posts are not appreciated. If you are deeply troubled by online arguments or when posts you've made get no interaction then you may be relying too heavily on on online platforms for positive reinforcement. Um, Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I post statuses for just to post it. And if I get zero likes, I'm fine with that. I got that shit off my chest. I don't really care about that. Like, that's that that's always been weird to me. Nobody liked my posts. Nah, I mean, I will say that it does touch my, it pulls my strings a little bit when I, if this hasn't happened to me in a long time, like probably like five or six years, maybe even more. Um, if I throw a song up and they don't really get the get the love that I well keep in mind that you're an artist and you're sensitive about your shit. That makes yeah. sense. You, you, I mean, that, I think I mean yeah. I, I think for me the same thing. Like if nobody likes my art and shit, I think I am a little more sensitive about it. Um, because it's mine. Um, right. as far as like you said, post you put it up. I mean, I think it's been quite some time that I have posted something and somebody didn't like it. So I think that that's where the awareness is built up. Mm. That kind of me posting enough and people liking my shit that now I'm past the like, damn, nobody liked my shit. Mm-hmm. I, you, you know what creases my Because jeans? it does I'll, hurt a little I'll, I'll, bit. I'll give, you, I'll give it to you like that. I don't want to say what grinds my gears or scuffs my Tims. You know what creases my jays? This is what makes me mad. When I put up a post, right, about this publication this podcast that i do and i don't get any reaction but then i put up a post about some real weird off the cuff goofy shit and then i get uh, 150 likes and i just be like you know what i'm gonna just assume y'all not pressing like because i spam y'all with my literally anything podcast stuff that's the only thing that keeps me from losing it like all right y'all probably see a hundred of these posts a week 
So I can imagine if you're not going to like all of them. That's fine. But that shit, oh, man, increases my J's something crazy. Oh, shit, we lost Lynn. We're here for you, though, if you come back. But, um, yeah, that 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 pisses me off. I really don't like that. Um, So, number seven on this list. Social media gets in the way of real-life connections. Few of us will openly prefer Facebook to the real world, but step-by-step and decision-by-decision, many of us make personal choices that systematically cut all our friends and family, replacing them with online avatar status updates and social media trends. It may be uh you may a social media addict may have trouble maintaining close relationships and keeping up with real life people um yeah i don't think that's something that i have an issue with because i don't like people online or offline for the most part so realistically you know it's the same motherfuckers in both worlds for me so i don't you know uh it's not a huge deal to me um (laughs) I, i didn't see this i had to post this uh (laughs) <laughs> apparently the young lady you're speaking of was dirty because she was supposed to wait 24 hours before giving you that little bit of box, bro. So, uh, <laughs> it, was a little bit. it was a little bit. Oh shit. I mean, you know, ah, that's hilarious. Um, we are an hour and 48 in on the live. We are nine twenty five time wise, literally anything podcast podcast for the people. Um, uh, it's your boy KP, aka What's Your Nickel Wood. My main man, Judge Joe Brown, here, uh, out of rehab, here to join us, ready to uh, rock and roll. <laughs> I was I was making light of Judge Brown, Joe Brown being a crackhead. Uh, I said you're oh, out of rehab and here, ready to join us. <laughs> Bro uh, said, "Huh? Yeah, no." Uh, <laughs> but um. Uh, it was it was a wild week, man, and mostly because of the Will Smith thing. What's funny is we had a Will Smith section on the show last week. We kind of preempted that shit without even realizing it. We literally went through Will's entire body of work. Oh yeah, I brought, and yeah, I brought came up. to the yeah. conclusion that he's he's a little overrated, and 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 that's okay. You know, we us us black folks hold on to shit in a, in a, in a wild way, so it's always going to be somebody. I know my mom likes Will Smith a lot. I don't know why she always uh, he reminds me so much of you. Like, mom, I am nothing like Will Smith's corny ass, but thank you. Uh, I hope I, do, I I hope to be as successful as Will Smith, but I am not like Will Smith, mom. But anyway, uh, you know, that's moms for you. That's what they do. Shout out to my mom. Um, so we into the closing thoughts portion of the show, brother. Uh, it's it's been a good week for me. I don't have anything heavy for closing thoughts, so I'll let you go first because mine is is is, is a, a little lighter. I actually do have one thing to touch on, then I got the uh, but go ahead. I'll, I'll let you go, I'll let you go first though, bro. Uh, I don't really have none. I'm in I'm in a, I'm in a good space for real. Um, congratulations on the new gig, bro. Clap it up for the brotherhood. Start a new gig this week. Congratulations yeah. on the new gig, bro. Yep, and you know what. Thank you. Uh, it's cool. Like I'm in, I'm in a good ass space. Like I think that I'm in a, I'm in a space where I'm like valued and appreciated for what I have to offer. Like my voice is definitely heard, and I think, and, and that's professionally and personally, and that's something that I've definitely like longed for for a long time. Not to say that I wasn't getting that, but right. Win. So I mean. I just think that uh, I don't know. I'm in a good space. We're we're doing we're doing really good. 
getting ready to we we working on this baby shower. I gotta commend my commend my lady because she's been taking a lot of this shit on by herself and and right. um not not to default of nobody else, but like because just her just coming in with the ideas and and shit and like her and my mom had her and my mom have been keeping a you know a lot of communication. Um, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, man. Um, so man, we doing closing thoughts. We got a couple minutes left before we get out of here. Anything specific you want to leave us with before we close it up? I got, got it all, but thank you for having me. This was a dope session. Oh no, you know, we, we've been talking about this for a minute. You'll be back. Um, especially once you once you start dropping some some pie, some some new episodes and or a new painting, or a new book, or whatever new venture you into, because you got so many avenues. Well, hold on, let me put my headphones on. So oh, okay, go ahead now. See, you, 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 you lost us completely, huh? No headphones, ah. no nothing. <laughs> no, but yeah, like no. What I was saying was, you, you, whenever you get to your next step as far as your projects, whether it's a a new book, a new painting, a new podcast, a new episode, or whatever, let us know, man. You can pop up, plug it. We'll get you. We'll get the energy out there to the people. You know, taking care of each other. If you need one of us or all of us as guests, let us know. We'll pop up for you. You know, we got. We, we got well, y'all definitely need to be on my Jones. For sure, for sure. We we into that. We we've, we've done some guest spots. So listen. So so, so so since Shout y'all can find me. So since y'all can find me, my podcast is called On the Fence with Business. So it's on Spotify. It's on uh. You know, I not iTunes, but it's on Spotify and everything else. YouTube, my YouTube channel is called Hot Topics for Lynn. Hot Topics so you can go on there and find that. Yeah, and you yeah. can actually follow me at s underscore l i n n for me on social media. Lynn, you got auto tune. Everything could take you a little bit. Robocop. So listen, Lynn, I, I want you to I want you to post all your links in the group just in case it was as choppy for everybody else as it was for us because it was kind of breaking up a little bit. So uh you you put post your links on the page, I'll repost them in the group. I actually already got your Spotify link in the group from earlier. So we'll, we'll make do. sure you get all your stuff out, no doubt. But uh, thank you for breaking us. up. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's why we're gonna let you go ahead and do your thing. We appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Lynn, Thanks, right. Thank you. Lynn, anybody ever tell you like Jasmine Lewis? Who Jasmine Lewis? You ever watch um let me think? You ever see Blackish? Blackish? I know you're yeah. talking about yes. Grey's, Grey's mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sneak this, I'm like I'm dead ass serious. No, I know you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't crazy as hell. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Lynn, appreciate you. Have a great night. All Have right. a good night. So thank you to Lynn Denise. Uh on the fence with business with Lynn Denise on Spotify. Uh I didn't catch the YouTube, but she'll post it and we'll repost it. Uh, you know, always good to have people doing great things. Like I said, Lynn has a podcast. She's good with, with, with our guy Sleeves from the Podcast Bulls. Shout out Podcast Bulls. They everywhere. Just dropped a new episode. Check them out. Also, go check out episode number 50 featuring us. Literally anything podcast, podcast for the people on there. It was uh, in the Duke the Barber series. It was a hell of a good time. I appreciate those brothers for letting us up. 
we'll uh hopefully in the next couple of weeks get to touch base with them and do do uh do some things on our side with them we're, i'm working on trying to put that together now but final closing thoughts for me two things number one i am from philadelphia pennsylvania so i was born and raised it's where i stay right now there are a lot of local uh sports teams around here one of the teams that the city has adopted is Villanova University. It's just outside the city on the main line. They will be participating in the Final Four this weekend. Those of you who know me and who follow this know that I am a University of Kansas Jayhawk basketball fan. That is who Villanova will be playing. I have been receiving dirty looks everywhere I go all week long because as I do right now and as I do everywhere, I rock my rock chalk all the time, bro. That's what I do. So. Let me let y'all know now, and I've, I've had to say this in other situations around the world, and I'm not trying to sound tough or tell y'all, but like, don't 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 pull up on me and no goofy shit over no basketball team, y'all. I, I I'll beat you the fuck up over a basketball team, like really, y'all. Like it's okay if Nova wins or Nova loses or any of that, but like like in in, in the words of of, of a, a lot of the, uh, the 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 high school young ladies that I work with that that make me laugh every time they say it. Don't 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 get don't don't get too full of yourself. Keep it cute, bitches. Like I want y'all to make sure that y'all don't pull up and get fucked up. It's a it's a basketball game. I, I it's not that deep, y'all. Like I, we you know we get it. We put some passion into it. We put some heart. Sports is one of those things. Don't don't, don't get fucked up over basketball. It, it's okay. Plus y'all beat us the last two times we played y'all in the tournament anyway. So fuck y'all for even having the nerve to cut your eye at me when I walk around with my shit. And that was just a small aside. But um. For my for my actual closing thought, and I, I promise y'all, it is it's my goal to not have this topic on here again because I know I heard a lot of people say it's been done to death. So this is my last piece on this whole Will and Chris Rock thing. In the end, these two motherfuckers are very comfortable and wealthy in life. They have mm-hmm. problems that none of us can relate to (laughs) they have problems that none of us can relate to they have problems that we all can relate to either way that shit don't put no money in your pocket no food on your table what you eat don't make me shit stop putting so much emotion and real energy into these things it's entertainment let's be entertained let's have fun and let's move on. Stop it, y'all. It's going to be okay. Because none of this shit, as I tell y'all, every week is real. It's none of it's real. It's all a bunch of bullshit. So have fun with it. Enjoy it. And, and stop making yourself all, you know, weird looking on social media and the internet for everybody. It's just not necessary, man. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same time. You know what I mean? Same shit. We 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 gonna be on that, having a little fun, talking a little shit, going home. Um, guest wise, I don't know yet. I'm, I'll, I'll see what I do as far as guests and, and lining that up, and we'll 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 get to that next week. Um, so I, I I got a text message from my homie real quick, and he and I. Oh, so you know what? I didn't drop a banner all day. I didn't like put none of our socials and none of that in the bottom. Like I kept the banner off all day. We was it was a good conversation though. But uh, my man t- tapped in and was like, 
a lot of men's worst nightmare is for their son to be gay. <laughs> like a lot of dudes, especially brothers, get like very, very like, I don't want him to be gay. And and then they get into this shit. Like, you be like, yo, man, you know, yeah, son told me he was gay, whatever, whatever. He's like, man. Wouldn't let that shit happen to me though. Yeah. <laughs> and they bring that kind of attitude, like they can fix it or do something about it. And that shit is funny to me. Because what you gonna do? Ungay him? <laughs> like you can't. Right. <laughs> I find that to be the most. You know the wildest shit ever that, that, yeah, that people go through. Stand on that shit, bro. Hispanic people, well, not only Hispanic people, like all people do, but the people that I know or that I know of that have gone through in your experience, yeah, have been Hispanic getting sent to to like Christian conversion camp. Oh yeah, that's a thing. No, but but you know what's even like the wildest part about that? Like it's not funny, but it's it's just like really super ironic, like getting sent to Christian conversion camp and then getting molested by a man. Wow, that's wild. And it's happened. No, that's a real thing. Right. right. Like, like that's like, fucking wild. You know, but like I said, here's the thing. And and I'm and I'm done with it after this. Your kids are gonna live their life. It is not it's not incumbent upon you to control your children's lives. It's not incumbent upon you to direct your children's lives into a certain place. It is incumbent upon you to equip your children with the skills necessary to make good decisions in a moral upstanding way that that's it that's the only thing you're supposed to do put them in a position to be successful in life and be decent fucking people mm. it, everything else is out of your control and the more you try and control things that aren't in your control the more likely you are to lose the people that you mean that mean the most to you and i'll, I'll leave it at that that's that's just kind of where i'm at with it um not gonna do a whole think piece on it hey yo stop if your shit is more than a paragraph, I didn't read your post. Stop it, y'all. Stop with these dissertations and y'all. My, and shout out to my man, Sean, uh, Village30, com. You already know what that is. My man put up a post and had them in their feelings. Like, yo, why y'all writing college exit essays on Wilson Chris Rock and thinking people reading them? It was niggas putting up some crazy long posts, bro. Like, I've seen some... Like, nah, bro, you, you got to put your phone down. Them like, niggas, don't, them know you. Them like, niggas don't know you. Ayo, and some of them shits I woke up to, and I get up at 5.30, 5.45, depending on the day, but I'm up pretty fucking early, and I woke up to shit that had been posted for hours. <laughs> like, like, Doug, you studied it overnight? Like, what did you do? That shit was wild, man. But either way, man, like I said, literally anything podcast, podcast for the people. Uh, we uh we out of here, y'all. Man, I don't I don't really have nothing else for y'all, so I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all get back to y'all Thursday. Peace and blessings.